Hi, I'm Holly, your host of the Crush the Rush podcast. I work full-time and run a full-time coaching business. I started my first coaching business when my twins were 18 months old, and I was excited to start something I was passionate about, but overwhelmed with how to make progress in such small pockets of time. The methods of working three to four hours a day in blocks of time didn't work, quite frankly, because I didn't have it. So my mission is to share how you can put together your own side hustle strategy and plan that works for you without giving up your goals and still focusing on your priorities. I can't wait to help you grow your business and more importantly, enjoy that well-deserved time off. Let's get to the show. Okay. I have some exciting news. Enrollment to the Collective Group Mastermind is officially open. The Collective is an exclusive six-month personalized group mastermind to help you fast-track your success inside a powerhouse community. Look, I get it. Going it alone in your business is overwhelming, expensive, time-consuming, and sometimes a little soul-crushing. If you're like me, you know you need guidance, but it's also tough to tell what programs or coaches to spend your hard-earned money on, and you have limited times, so you're spending all your time figuring out which ones make the most sense. And if you're being honest, putting down a solid investment in yourself makes you a little nervous. Okay, maybe a lot. And you've probably picked up some helpful resources and mini courses with lower price tags along the way, but you found that they can only get you so far. There is a difference between investing in a $99 course versus investing in your business long term. What if you had a community, a business coach, and could regain your sanity all wrapped up into one? That is The Collective. The Collective is an exclusive invite or application group only where we dig in for six months on really growing and scaling your business. But here's the best part. We really focus in on that long-term strategy. So when you leave the collective, you have all the tools you need to keep going. We dig into systems and structure and routine and productivity. And the best part is, is I hold you accountable. So in addition to meetings and one-on-ones and hot seats and mastermind calls, you also get check-ins from me. So you have dedicated time to work on your business. And at the end of the six months, you can actually see results. The collective starts in February of 2021. And if you enroll by the end of December, you have $500 off plus a goal setting session with me to really jumpstart your year. You definitely want to set up time with me. The link is in the show notes so that we can talk about if the collective is a good next step for you and your business. I cannot wait to talk with you and to introduce you to all the amazing women that are already inside the collective. I'll see you on the inside. You are listening to episode 76 of the Crush the Rush podcast. And in today's episode, I thought it would be fun to chat about how the heck to get organized with your business in the new year. But first, because this is officially my last pep talk of 2020, I can't believe it. I just wanted to say thank you because I had no idea in March that this podcast would grow so fast and better yet that it would create such an amazing community. I literally launched this podcast on the day that COVID hit the US, as in I was watching the news and panicking like, oh my God, should I delete the episode because I don't even know if like what is going on. But long story short, in a year of uncertainty and unknown, this podcast and community has become such a bright light in my day and my year. 
and I hope it has become one for you as well. My mission is to share my journey, but also to share as much as I can about the lessons learned along the way so that we can all be successful. And I am so thankful that you are here with me because we are definitely all in this together. This episode is actually airing on Christmas Day, so if you are listening, Merry Christmas, and if you are like me, perhaps this time of year, you sort of let yourself indulge a little bit and then get the urge to organize all the things sort of after the holidays, at least I do. I get the pull to simplify and streamline and just create a fresh start for the new year. So while I'm working on organizing all the things in our house this week, I also started thinking about how to better organize my business and you can too. And if you asked me a few years ago how I organize my business, I would laugh and be like, uh, what organization? I would literally wake up, like scroll Instagram for a few hours, figure out maybe what I needed to do for the day, and then get upset when I wasn't seeing results. So in the last few months, I've really started to think about how I can streamline even more. This whole year has all about been all about streamlining and focusing and niching down for me. And I love a good system, but lately I've been questioning, are they working? Are they working the way that I thought they were supposed to work? And can I cut out processes that are taking too much time? So while it's great to set up all of the systems and all of the things, it's also great to just set aside some time to make sure that things are working the way they should and that you just do a little bit of cleanup. So no more wasting time trying to figure out what task to work on next. No more scouring through piles of loose notes trying to find that genius thought you came up last week. I'm going to share a couple of things that you can do this week just to start the new year off right and make sure that you and your business are organized. Okay, so I'm going to go through 10 tips. You know I love a good list and that these are just a few ideas to get going as you close out 2020 strong. And just a reminder, it doesn't have to be a complex system. It can just be taking a few minutes to get organized. So the first tip is to pick a planner and stick with it. And I've been talking a lot about this in the Crush the Rush Facebook community. P.S. If you're not in it, you totally should be because we just did a full three-day year planning strategy session and you can download all the videos and all of the templates that I created just for you in the community for free. So you can grab that link in the show notes. But going back to planners, and I say this a lot, it's not about the perfect planner. It's about the consistency of using it. So I get so many questions like, what planner are you using and how are you using it? And I will tell you which one I'm using. However, I do think it's really important to just pick one and then be consistent with it for a full quarter. If you absolutely hate it after a quarter, then totally change it. But most of the time, it's not the planner. It's the fact that you're not taking the time to actually write things down and use it. Number two is pick a notes tool. Now, I am definitely a paper person. However, in the sort of age of technology, we are out and about a lot, even during COVID, and thoughts hit us at very random times when you might not have a piece of paper available. And so a lot of people swear by OneNote, which is by Microsoft, but I actually personally use Google Keep. 
And it's a free app from Google. I love all things Google because it keeps it integrated with everything, but it's like post-it notes on steroids. And so you can color code them, you can tag them. And a lot of times I will just write down random thoughts. And then when I get to my computer, the cool part is, is they have a web um, browser version as well. So whatever I put on my phone, I can also access on my laptop or vice versa. And it just makes it really easy to keep everything in sync. Okay, number three, and this is something I've done recently, and it's really awesome, and it's pick a brainstorming day once a month. And here's the thing, we are all busy, especially if you're working full-time, your kids are home, all the things, but you actually need white space on your calendar so that you have time to think and process. And white space on your calendar does not mean working time, it does not mean creating time, it is actually time where you have like an hour to just brainstorm to go through all the notes on your calendar, to think about what you want to do next, to reflect on how things are going. And I never used to do this, but honestly, I can say it's become some of my favorite times this year where I've really been able to think about how I want to grow my business, which I never did before. So lately on Sundays, as an example, I have been taking a walk by myself for an hour, which is crazy. Um, Or I'll set aside time on Saturday morning to sort of brainstorm and just brain dump all the things that I'm thinking about, which just gives me a little bit of insight into sort of those things that are in your head, but you're not really sure what to do with. Um, If you take one thing away from this episode, number three is probably my favorite. Number four is to track costs and income. And again, I never used to do this because I was like, well, you know, I'm just not really where I need to be. But now I do this weekly, every Thursday. I personally use Excel and I write down all of my expenses for the week. I write down my revenue and then I brainstorm where I can make changes. So this is like, do I really need the paid version of this app or can I use the free version? Or if I pay, you know, for the app for the year, how much money do I save? And, you know, what are all the subscriptions or subscription boxes that I'm getting? Do Can I change any of them? Do I need to make any adjustments? And it really has made such a big difference in understanding where my income is coming from, but also the cost of my business, because there are so many different business apps that I use, like Planoly and Canva and Kajabi and all the things, and they all add up, right? So it's like $7 here, $11 here, $20 here. So It's just important to understand what those charges are and then if you really need them. Number five, we're halfway through. Clean up your workspace and revisit your goals. Of course, you want to do this now, sort of at the end of the year, beginning of the year, but I actually do it every Friday and I do it at the end of the workday when I'm sort of like packing up and like shutting down for the weekend. And there are a couple things that I do. One, I clean my workspace and make sure that it's just like an inviting space that I can find things. It's clean, like it's dusted. I have things organized and it's a place that I actually like want to hang out in. Like it makes me excited to come sit at my desk. But I also sort of make a list of what I want to focus on for the following week. 
maybe think through things that worked well, things that didn't, so that when I sit down and plan on Sundays, I have a good recap of what happened because I really do try to disconnect over the weekend. But having a chance to just revisit your goals and think about how the week went and just cleaning up, right? Like throwing those extra posts away, making sure you have like a bin for all your things. It just makes you feel better because you feel like you have a handle on all the things that are going on. And number six kind of goes with this one, and that is create dedicated spaces for your work item. So I joke that my business has pretty much been built from the kitchen counter until COVID because during COVID, I actually redid my office because I'm sitting up here so much. But even when I'm sitting in the kitchen or at the kitchen counter, I do have a dedicated space where I keep my things like my laptop always goes in a certain area and my client cards and, you know, cards that I've received or notes always go in a certain area. So I know where to find them. And it's not a place where my kids are going to just like go through and destroy it. So it's just really, really important to think about not only organizing your finance and your thoughts, but also organizing where you can find things and where you're working because a clutter free space can really be inspiring. All right. Number seven, I've talked about this quite a bit, and that is take the time to create a content calendar. If you are still writing posts and just winging it by the day, then it's got to stop. I used to think that I didn't need this, but even if you're just planning it weekly, which is what I teach, you need this. It is life-changing. It's going to save you so much time. It streamlines not only your content and your social media, but it keeps you from scrolling all the time, which we don't want to do. And honestly, it's going to save you time and get you better results. So if you're interested how I plan my content, it again, it's all in the Facebook group. Um, and I talk through how I do it pretty frequently because it has made such a difference. Number eight is try time blocking when your schedule is less hectic and see what works. That means try it now because a lot of times right now during the year, towards the end of the year or New Year's, things are a little bit slower, which is great. So I encourage you to try your new t- new planner. Maybe you got one for Christmas or try time blocking, even if it's just time blocking your weekend. And people roll their eyes at me when I'm like, oh yeah, I totally time block my weekend also. But guess what? It's fun because the time blocks are like, take a nap, um, watch a movie. Like it doesn't mean that it has to be so structured, but it just helps you practice the habit And I always say, if you can take the habit of time blocking and implement it every day, you are going to see such a difference. All right, number nine, we talked about this in the Facebook group as well. If you aren't getting the message, we talk about a lot in there and you should totally be in it. But I would encourage you this time of year to schedule some bucket list items. So bucket list items are like those really big fun items that like maybe make you a little bit nervous or maybe you're like, I don't even know if this is possible, but I would really love to do this. And it's something fun to look forward to. And I find when you're working full time and you're also running a side hustle, like you need these items, right? Like these are something that you're like, yes, I'm totally going to have a girl's weekend. 
um, this year, or my husband and I are totally going to take a kid-free vacation, or maybe one day I'm going to have a hut in the middle of the Maldives and I'm going to be there for two weeks and not work. That's my bucket list item. It's been on there for a while. Uh, needless to say, it didn't happen this year, but it's something that is inspiring to me. So think about what those items are and what's something that you can look forward to so that when you are you know, up early in the morning working your business, you're like, you know what, this is what I'm working towards. And this is something fun that makes it all worth it. And then number 10, finally, is think about your environment. So what inspires you? And then you want to add more of that to your schedule. So do do your surroundings inspire you? Does your community inspire you? Do you have people around you that inspire you? And you want to make sure that you have motivation built into your schedule. So whether it's a book, a person, an activity, think about what that is. And you've got to have something like that in your schedule every single day, because it is hard to stay motivated. It is not easy. And if you don't have somebody pumping you up and cheering you on, it is very difficult to do it by yourself. And most people skip this step. So I would encourage you to really think about this especially this time of year, and think about how you can be surrounded by such an amazing uh, support system. And P.S., if you saw or heard my uh, collective announcement at the beginning of this podcast, this is your answer to all of these things that I talked about. So I hope you consider it and let's get in uh, a chat to make sure it's a good fit. So those are my top 10 items for really getting organized with your business this year. I hope that you can take some time and really think through these. And I also hope you have an amazing holiday season. Our next pep talk will be in 2021. So let's get excited about all the goodness to come. Thank you so much for listening to the Crush the Rush podcast. If this was helpful to you, I'd love it if you would please leave a review. It is truly what makes this show keep going and keeps the amazing guests possible. Even better, tag me on Instagram stories and let me know what you think. I cannot wait to hear from you.